Kindness Matters, reflections on connection, compassion and friendship. Welcome to Kindness Matters, I'm Elise McLaughlin. Connection to our work, colleagues, family and friends is more important than ever. In this podcast, hear personal reflections from the people at Western Health as they navigate working in the demanding hospital environment. You'll also hear the voices of the important people in their lives outside work. In this episode, we meet Claire Moody. Claire started at Western Health in 2001 as a speech pathologist and now works as a senior communications advisor for clinical projects in the public affairs team. Claire speaks about what she calls the juggle struggle as she cares for her three busy young children and adjusts to their learning from home, alongside her critical role communicating COVID guidelines and information to staff across our health services. Later on, we hear from her children, eight-year-old Frankie, six-year-old Floyd, and three-year-old Alba, who share their views on the virus and their mum. So in the public affairs team, which obviously we're both part of, you have led the implementation of the coronavirus microsite, which is, I guess, the central point of information for people here at Western Health um, and communicates highly complex matters to the organisation. Tell us a little bit about that and um, how it's been to work on a project like that. Okay. It's been challenging. It's certainly, I suppose, the biggest thing for me being really time precious. The nature of um, COVID-19 is has been really rapidly evolving and so with that has needed a very quick uh, response time from us. So that's meant that we've had to work around the clock. So seven days a week, often late into the night to make sure that we're sharing the information with the staff at the time that they need to hear it. In terms of the content of the information that you're helping to communicate, yeah. You also went from working in basically a half-time role to like a full-time or a 1.5 equivalent role um, pretty much overnight when, Mm. you know, planning for COVID ramped up. And you're also caring for three young children throughout the majority of that time, sometimes working from home. Uh, (laughs) We call that the the struggle juggle at home. It's been... um, it's been a big learning curve. Um, I'm lucky I've got a really supportive husband who has been able to flex wherever we needed to. So obviously kids are home at the moment. Um, my kinder girl is home and my two school-aged kids are home. So, yeah, we're, we're trying to strike the balance. I still don't think we have it. And I think many people at Western have been able to experience that we just need to sort of to flex and, and that adaptability is more important than ever before. Um, so that we can continue to work and I can help homeschool the kids. And, you know, I'm lucky today I'm in the office and it's it's actually feels like a little day off for me, to be honest. It's nice to get away from the home environment. And my husband's at home with the kids today and he's working from home and, and doing the teaching. So it's been, it's been pretty full on, um, not going to lie. There's been some days where I haven't probably had my proudest parenting moments, um, but we've managed and we've gotten there and it's probably... It's taken a little bit of agility from my part and from the part of Western Health to be able to make that happen. But, yeah, it's worked out pretty well. We have a quick Zoom meeting most days in public affairs. Yeah. Often Claire's at home. Um, With a three-year-old having a tantrum on my lap. (laughs) 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 Or demanding food or something. (laughs) Yeah, tell me a bit more about that because we get a little little glimpse of of home life and mm. your your kiddos through those calls. So what's it like sitting there with all of that happening? Well, I tell you, it's it's interesting. I, I got given a really 
great sign which was intended to be a visual prompt for the kids to not enter the study. And it basically says, mum's in a meeting, you know, it'll be 30 minutes, come back later on. And I may as well have just said, walk on in. They don't, you know, they don't, they don't really listen to the to the prompts and the signs. And they, you know, they, look, it's pretty hard for them, I think. They've they've had to adjust to this big wide world now being contained within the four walls of the home. And so, and, and they're not used to me working from home. Um, so that's been a learning curve for us all. But it's, I suppose, I've had to normalize it a little bit. And it, it's actually been really nice. I mean. From my perspective, I've gotten to see more of your children when you're calling in from the car when you've got your little ones in the back. It's fun. You get to know different sides of people, I suppose, and not just the person that you see at work, the professional that you're used to dealing with every day. And it's a nice snapshot into the lives and it's probably a really nice reminder that in amongst all of this craziness, we're not just people at Western Health coming to work every day. We're mums and we're sisters and we're cousins and we're aunties and we're lots of many things um, and it's, you know, it's a stark reminder that we are all juggling and it's it's good to remember that and to be kind and to be considerate when you're sort of navigating this all together. I've got to say, I reckon it's one of the highlights of those Zoom meetings, <laughs> those little pop-ins from those little faces. I mean, oh. nothing nothing beats it, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it does, kids do have that ability to help you put things into perspective. Yeah, as well, they just... They? It's so simple in their world. It's, you know, well, I'm hungry, I need a snack, I don't really care if you're on the phone in the command centre meeting in Zoom, I'm just going to strut on into this room and help myself and let you know that I need a biscuit right now. And they don't work to the timelines that we do and, um, look, it, you know, it's been fun. It's been a good a good learning curve, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And organisationally, I guess, like you said, touching on um, and getting to know people as, um, you know, human beings outside yeah. of the workplace yeah. and being able to provide that flexibility uh, is seems to be one of the things that lots of people are seeing as perhaps one of the silver linings of this pandemic, the ability to um, create that a different type of workspace for people. Yeah. yeah. Is that one of the things that you would see as a positive to come out of this and are there other things that you've perhaps noticed Look, I do. I, it's really funny you say that because we, we've been taking the kids out on bike rides and going for walks around the river and it's funny to watch how, how kind people are being to each other and it's just naturally occurring. I, I mean, we talk about COVID kindness and we, you know, talk about how kindness matters and we're, we're seeing amazing initiatives come out of Western Health, like the way that staff are taking care of each other and the way that they're really being considerate to both professional and personal challenges that we're all going through at the moment is remarkable but it's also really refreshing to see that people are slowing down a little bit I think that there's some really beautiful things that can come out of this I mean I for one I love that I'm not making school lunches every day I love it I love that you know we can take the mornings a little bit easier and that the weekends aren't completely consumed by kids activities and birthday parties and social commitments and the mad rush and the hamster wheel that we're so caught up in in running on so there's some really nice things that I think can come out of this for us and we're certainly enjoying having some time together and just a slower pace of life. And you see that. You walk around the river and people take the time to stop and smile and say, hello, you know, and my three-year-old on the back of the bike's yelling out and saying, have a great day and there's just this <laughs> <Bless> beautiful, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think there's some wonderful things that can come out of a pretty challenging situation and, and like you said, you know, flexibility 
that we've all had in the workplace has been one of them and it's been great to be able to know that I've got a relationship with the team where, you know, it might not mean that the that I'm working to the exact same schedule when I'm working from home, but the the trust and the respect that we have for one another has been able to to really come into fruition, I suppose, as we just navigate our way around it. What kind of supports do you need from your colleagues and the organisation more broadly to enable you to work all these increased hours and at such a um, magnified intensity? <laughs> um, so I guess for me it's it's certainly flexibility in the hours, you know, if, that I am working um, and, and the location where I get that work done. I also think there's little things like I people know, people who know me would know that I'm very social and I love a chat. And for me, I really like that um, that connectivity that I get by coming into the office. So I've actually advocated to still come in, even though I've been able to effectively probably do my job from home um, in a full-time capacity. But I love coming in. Zoom meetings are great and phone conversations are great and email is great, but nothing beats sitting face-to-face with people and actually having a bit of a, you know, appropriately socially distanced meeting. Or I had a walking meeting with somebody last week outside and grabbed a coffee and we it was a beautiful sunny day and we cut a lap of the, the site and it was great. <laughs> you know, I miss that kind of stuff. So that's been really nice. You seem to have many positive connections here at Western Health. What do those connections to your colleagues mean to you and how do you maintain it with all of this going on? <laughs> um, I am a firm believer that interpersonal relationships are your number one success factor for getting a job done well. So I think it's really important that you do invest the time in getting to know people. And um, for me, I see part of my role as understanding what people need to do, um, how they need to work, what are their challenges, what are their opportunities, and not just in relation to COVID, but in anything. And I think you need to have insight into what people are dealing with from day to day so that you can then effectively tailor communication um, or advocate for them or engage with them, how, whatever, the, whatever the outcome might be. But if you work hard at those relationships, it makes the easy conversations easier and I think it makes the challenging conversations easier too because you've already got, you know, you've got a strong foundation there to start with. What about relationships with your extended family? Um, And do you have some older relatives and how have they been coping and have you been able to maintain any of your normal contact or supports for them? Yeah, so we do some meal drop-offs to my um, mom and my dad and to my husband's um, mum as well. And I'm lucky because they're all pretty tech-savvy. And so it's meant for us um, that the kids have been able to maintain that contact and they do lots of FaceTime with the cousins and um, with the grandparents and, you know, in taking a little essential trip out in the car for a bit of a change in environment has meant that we can drop some food down to people and have a little chat through the car window every now and then and look... I suppose I'm, I've I've been so impressed and surprised at how well the kids have adapted. You know, the three-year-old, my three-year-old, my littlest one tells you every day we can't do that because of, of the virus, she says, <laughs> with their little W virus. They have said that they've missed the cuddles, like a hug with grandma. Oh. A hug with, yeah, which I get that. I'm a, I'm a touchy-feely person too, yeah. so I do miss a hug. Yeah, but kids are good at rules, aren't they? I think they followed they followed things pretty well with this. Actually, they've mm-hmm. really taken it on board and they understand. And 
you know, I can hear they sing happy birthday every time. I know when they're washing their hands because happy birthday gets sung throughout the house <laughs> and you can hear them from one end to the other singing along. So it's cute. So tell us a bit more about your three and um, how each of them have have coped yeah. with their own personalities. Well, Frankie's done pretty well. So she's in grade three. So she's coming up nine and, and her, yeah, her biggest thing is probably missing her friends. So she loves school, loves it, loves to learn, thrives on a challenge academically. So she has missed, I suppose, the learning part of school um, and the friendship part of school. So we've been helping her out. She's now got a little, um, you know, I think it's Facebook for Messenger app or something. So she can FaceTime connections through mine on, you know, because the other thing I suppose we've had to think about is how this is the first time my kids have become um, involved in social media Mm. in terms of maintaining contact. So that's probably something really new that I'd never thought I'd be dealing with with an eight-year-old. But I wanted her to be able to remain contact, remain in contact with her friends. So we've helped her sort of figure that out and teach her some social um, and appropriate usage of things like, you know, that has house party or face, Facebook and a few other things. So we've helped her sort of figure that out and she's got it nailed now and often she'll walk around the house having a chat with her friends on the phone and I don't even know she's gone off to make a phone call. Our middle child is Floyd and he is a six-year-old boy and he could best be described as a Kelpie who needs to run. So he <laughs> he's feeling like a caged animal at the moment. Get him some thing. sheep. Oh, I know, right? We're lucky we live in a court. So he's outside running around all the time and he builds forts and cubbies and he's forever just moving. And then I suppose probably the biggest challenge for me is Alba, our youngest daughter. So she's coming up for next week um, and she is a kinder girl And I suppose it's been really tricky because she doesn't have set schoolwork to do. She doesn't have any structure really to her day. Um, And so the challenge that I face sometimes with her is if I'm trying to do some work and teach the kids, I can set them up with a task and off they go. But there's only so many pictures of Peppa Pig that a three-year-old can draw. I do like just the little sense of freedom. I I live in Geelong, so I do love the hour in the car that I get to spend on the way to and from work because the traffic's amazing for the first time in years. And I can just sometimes drink my coffee, have complete quiet in the car or crank the radio really loud or whatever I fancy on that that drive. But it's really nice to just have some time to yourself as, you know, you can appreciate too. You're doing the same thing. You're at home with kids and work and the juggle. I only have about 20 minutes, but it's a nice it's 20, a nice minutes. 20 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can listen to what I want to, so yes. that's always Not good. ABC I feel like I don't school. get to choose anything that's on a TV these Never. days until about 9pm. <laughs> exactly. And by then I'm too tired anyway, so. I've been squeezing those in, though, Claire. That's my little. Um, what are you watching at the moment? Afterlife 2. Oh, I've heard it's really oh, good. I love it. Um, Is it? Um, Ricky Gervais. Yes, yes. So experiencing kindness in the workplace does mean different things to yeah. different people. Yeah. What does it mean to you? For me, kindness is about checking in with people, you know, how are you going, how's the family, how's the juggle, Ah, oh, you know, acknowledging the crazy time that we've all lived through. I mean, I've been in public health for over 20 years and I've never experienced anything like this before. And I've been a Western Health employee for many of those, for 15, I think, 15, 16 years. And I've never seen anything like this before. But I've also never felt prouder to work at Western. I think people have just banded together, and and I mean that from both a professional level but also on a sort of personal connected, like connectedness level. People are, you can see people care 
somebody will buy you a coffee or, you know, it'll be, you know, let's catch up, how are you doing, you know, how, how are you really going and, and taking the time to check in and, yeah, I, I feel very connected probably more than ever before even though you're not seeing people as, as face-to-face as you, you know, normally are. I, I really love Western Health. I've, I've always felt very loyal and I, I firmly believe you know, everyone talks about the Western way, but there is something really unique about Western health, about how we always band together and, you know, it's not always easy and it's not always enjoyable, um, but we're all typically here for the right reason and the greater good and I think we achieve remarkable things, even though historically we've sort of probably been seen as the poorer cousin in, you know, Western metropolitan Melbourne we're actually doing amazing things for a community that presents some pretty significant challenges sometimes. And yet we still manage to do it with a smile and, you know, it's just in this unique way that makes you feel really proud to work for an organisation that has got great leadership, has gone through lots of change but still are here doing good things and and making people feel good about themselves and a, a great internal culture that for me matters a lot. I need to feel happy where I work and I wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't be driving that drive every day if I didn't feel happy at work. And it's probably not one thing. I think it's probably many things, but it's it it's got a great vibe. You do seem to also be a person that likes to be busy and achieving. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> not to mention you're also studying. Yes, um, well, there's that. Yeah, that's nearly done. Thank goodness. Is it? Okay. It is, yeah, yeah. This is my final year. H- have you been doing that whilst... All of this COVID preparation yes. has been taking place. Yes, you notice you notice that can of Coke, no sugar, on my desk today. That's is that what that that's about? A purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes good, but no. So it serves I have a personal question. Oh, How boy. do you say patient at your children and family whilst all this? I is don't going think on? I do. That's to be honest, I'm putting my cards on the table. I don't. <laughs> I try, but I, I've had my days. Like, yes, they have not had me in my finest parenting moments. That's for sure through this process. But then they're also, I read this beautiful article a while ago where it said what we will remember through this process in, in managing COVID-19 is very different to what our children will remember. And it, it sort of went along the lines of we'll remember how busy it was and how crazy it was and how we were juggling and struggling and trying to do it all. And the kids will remember togetherness and family time and shared meals and bike rides and river walks and building cubbies and beautiful family time and lots of wonderful memories and I I keep reminding myself of that. So let's look forward in a couple of months to um, a settling down, I suppose, of times. Tell us some of the things you're looking forward to at work and at home, wherever. At work it would be nice to sort of restrike that balance a little bit. I think of... um, being able to switch off a little bit more for me and hopefully seeing the end of my master's so I can actually, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself at night time. I'm going to watch, what's that show again? Afterlife. Yeah, I'm going to watch Afterlife. Come on. Pour think, a nice think. glass of wine. I've been watching Ozark lately actually. I like that. Oh, yeah, I've it's watched good. that too. Yeah. yeah. But I think it'll be a bit more I mean, more drug relaxing. cartels are quite far yeah. from... <laughs> From pandemics yeah, in a really good but way, that's aren't probably, they? That's why we watch it, right? Completely <laughs> exactly. different to what we're used to. <laughs> but we, we were saying the other day there's some really great habits that we've put in place with our kids and in our home. And that, like this bike ride that we do every day, at the start the kids are like, Ugh. well, the girls, 
whoa, do we have to? I'm so tired. That's so hard. That's such a big hill. Whereas now they're like, quick, get your schoolwork done. Let's go. We're going on our bike ride. And, you know, they're going on a walk around the block every night with the dog and there's all this fun stuff and we have, you know, we're doing sort of slow dinners on the weekend where we normally wouldn't have time to do homemade pasta or whatever, but we're enjoying it and the kids love to cook. And I want to make sure that there's some nice little traditions that we've managed to create as a family unit that we keep them going because that that's actually pretty special stuff and it's really enjoyable and it's, yeah, it's one of the nicer things that have come out of this experience. We are so busy most of the time, know, aren't we? But it's nice busy. to appreciate that stuff. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, I think a lot of people say, I think a lot of people view busy as a good thing. I And I, I for one, I like to be busy and I like to be kept busy at work and I don't do well sitting idly. But I, I really have enjoyed a slower pace of life that we're having at the moment. And so I want to take some of that away and take the pressure off all of the other commitments that we have every other day of the week out of work as well. I love how you talk about slower pace of life when really you've had a lot going on, girl. <laughs> Haven't we all though? Like everybody has. Yeah. You, you're amazing. You you do schoolwork with your little boy and then come in now. I mean, speaking of flexible arrangements, it's amazing. You get his whole school day done in the morning and then you come into a PM shift at the moment. I know. You probably just think I've been sleeping in when I rock up at midday, <sighs> don't nice you? I'd be. love it, but I'm not. Same. Oh, mm-hmm. One day. One day. Thank you so much, Claire. Thank for you. For chatting. It's been wonderful. It's not been as nerve-wracking as I thought. <laughs> Thanks, Elise. It's been fun. <laughs> I'll take a photo. Should have done the before and after photo. Yeah. yeah. There's a bigger smile on Claire. my face now. Yeah. Relax, Claire. <laughs> Thanks, Elise. Thank you. See you. Thank you to Claire for joining us. We're now going to hear from Frankie, Floyd and Alba, Claire's delightful children. Hello. It's Alba. What's your mummy's name? Do you know what she does when she comes here? Yeah. She helps old people get better. She's good at making chop chip cookies. What are the cookies like? Rainbows in the sky. Um, she's good at doing, she's good at folding clothes. <laughs> I've made a pizza and do you want to see it? Do you have to do anything differently now that there's a virus? Um, you have to stay safe from the virus. By staying home. If you could give your mum a special present for doing such a good job at the hospital, what would you get her? Um, a new purse. Really? Is that what she likes? What kind would you get? What colour? Um, pink. That's a good choice. And do you ever feel worried about your mum going to work? No. And have you been helping your mum at home? What do you do to help? Yeah, we do the dishes. I'll talk to you later. I'm Floyd and I'm six. So your mum's been trying to work at home a fair bit lately, hasn't she? Yeah. And she's got a very important job at Western Health. How, do you, how does she manage to fit it all in? Medium. She's like us. She just does her work slowly and stuff. So what do you know about her job? That... She's kind of a helper that gets the coronavirus away. Sure is. And mm. what do you think she'd be good at at work? Um, being a doctor or something. 
Well, maybe she should go back to uni and be a doctor. Why do you think she'd be good at that? Um, because then she can help everyone and they can get better. If I could give your mum a special prize for helping at the hospital, mm-hmm. doing such a great job, what do you think mm-hmm. we could get? A little Easter egg or maybe draw a picture of a love heart and like fireworks around it, um, say a good job. You're the best mum in the world. Hi, I'm Frankie. I'm eight. It's a bit boring being at home because, like, I like to talk a lot and, like, talk to a lot of people and play with a lot of people. Um, so it's a bit boring, but I'll deal with it. So how do you think your mum's been coping, doing some working at home and looking after you all and managing the house and your schoolwork? She, she's a really good mum, so she's doing really well, um... She can get some stress sometimes um, and, like, grumpy sometimes and so can we because we need the time to ourselves to do what we want to do. Like, at the end of the day, we'll all need, like, some time just alone. Um, But mum's been doing really well. Frankie, I was wondering if you could tell me what your mum does at the hospital. Um, well, she, um, manages, um, things. So she's helping out with the corona, um, because she, like, um, has made a, um, whole, I forgot what it's called, but it's like this, um, program or something like that. Um, and it's about corona and what we can do and stuff like that. Um, so she helps with the corona, um, and, um, gets people uh, like through this. She certainly does. And do you know any good things about your mum's job? Um, Well, the good things about my mum's job is probably that um, she does get to help a lot of people in need um, of help. But she's not a doctor or a nurse or something like that. Um, She did used to be a speech pathologist. Can you tell me some of the things that she's good at? Well, she, the first thing is that she's a great mum. She looks after us very well. Um, I'm very thankful and grateful for that. Um, she um, is very nice to us and um, we don't get yelled at too much. But because, you know, everyone gets yelled at, we're all kids. So, um, but, and um, she's really good at helping people so um she um helps a lot of people um she's very fit um and exercise so she she might have a lot of energy but she does do lots of exercise in the morning and we can do that with her so she's she lets us join in with her and stuff like that and do you do anything to help your mum after she's had a busy day at work? I do help out a lot. I sometimes do the washing, dishwasher, make my brothers and sisters bed like I did this morning. I put fold the washing and um, 
usually help out with dinner. So I do help my mum and I sometimes make her bed for her. Do you ever feel worried about your mum coming to the hospital? I'm a little bit worried, but I am very um, confident that she's not um, going to get hurt by it or something like that because she's very strong and she's very fit and I know that she can deal with things like this um, because she's a great mum, she looks after us a lot, she exercises a lot, um, she's resilient um, and even if she did get it, she would do whatever it would take to get out of it and she, after it was out of her she would bounce back straight from it and forget all about it because that's what she does because she's feeling the ice and she's good. And I'm thankful for that. I would probably give her the reward and award for being very resilient um, and bouncing back from things that have happened to her. Um, I know I'm only supposed to say one, but... Um, I'd actually give her more than one. I'd probably give her two. The second one would be from um, probably being a really great mum and looking after um, us and getting through a tough time when she's a manager of the corona and still has three kids that need to be run around, um, especially Alva because she just won't stop. Um, but she's... She's getting through it and she's really nice. So I'd probably give her the reward of being resilient and bouncing back from things that have happened to her and also the reward of kindness and um, amazingness because um, she's a really great mum and I'm thankful for that. What would you like to say to your mum about the great work that she does? I'd probably like to tell her that she's, she's really amazing and she's helping out a lot in the hospital and she's doing really well, yeah, just keeping us safe um, and happy and occupied at home because it is far hard for kids not to be, like, doing the usual stuff they do, like going to the park and playing with their friends and talking to each other. And because we can't do that, we usually she usually lets us, like, play together. So I'd probably tell her that she's a really nice mum and I hope that she stays safe and happy and is proud of herself for doing and being part of helping with the corona and managing it. I, I love my mum in all the ways um, and I wouldn't change anything because she's kind She's resilient. Um, she looks after us. Yeah, she's just the best mum ever. Thank you for listening to Kindness Matters, presented by Western Health. To connect with us or share your story, you can contact us via the links in the podcast description.